Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. So you pretty much flow with the goal. Fight, let's fight right now. I guarantee you, man, you wake up on the ditch. Let's do it. It's that time again to have a look at the UFC. We've got the big card, UFC 196, with McGregor versus whoever else wants the payday. Red Pretty Panty much. Night. UFC Red Panty Night. <laughs> it's Red Panty cool. Night in the 209. Although a few blokes knocked it back, so, you know. Well, by the sounds of it, I don't know why. Especially after you've said I'll fight, I'll fight him anywhere, anytime. Yeah. Except for now, what do you no, Don't be silly. God, I'll, I mean, I'll, I'll have a full training camp and then I'll fight him anytime, anywhere, anywhere anytime with four months' notice and can't be in anywhere that I don't like to go. And yeah. But even if you're at fifty percent, you must hate money if you're knocking back the fight. Oh, fuck, I, yeah. I get in there. Yeah. I, I get knocked the fuck out. Don't get me wrong, but I'd, I'd wake up rich. Well, especially for Aldo, who's been around a, a long time and taken a lot of... Well, he was from the old school, you know what I mean? He's fought some wars. Yeah, so one final payday like that, well, it wouldn't be final, but might be the biggest one you're ever going to get again. Well, you, you can go out on your shield. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess he's still going to get that fight eventually. Yeah. There is that, but... Geez, what, ballpark? He's knocking back five, six... Seven million, something like that. Yeah. Something stupid like that. Especially with the crazy card that they've got going and how much it was pumped up on the mm. premise that it was going to be Dos Anjos versus um, Connor. So it does sound like uh, Nate Diaz was one of the top choices for um, Dana. Anyway, yeah, like he was, he was up there because we had Donald Cerrone was already started cutting weight. Yeah, Uriah yeah. Faber has thrown his hat in the ring. Yeah, um, I think I put a tweet out saying I was ready, but that got pretty much ignored. <laughs> um, I so, don't think he wants to fight at heavyweight. I, I don't care. I reckon I could, I could cut a leg off. I'd, I'd make weight. <laughs> I was say, you got the Connor division, so I'm not sure if weight is really a factor in the Connor division. I like that. I like that way. Yeah, but he was. Uh, they did offer it to, first off, um, fucking Aldo. Um, he turned it down saying that he needs to train first. Yeah. <clears throat> and to be, to be fair, he's got knocked the fuck out. Yeah. So he doesn't need more yeah. time off, but... The whole bone of contention is you've just said you'll fight him anytime, anywhere. And so they've gone, sweet, all right, what about now? No. Oh, and you uh, think McGregor won't use that in the no, next I'm fight? No, I'm going to say, he, well, he, he's already forgotten it. Not yeah. going to bring it up ever again. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about it. Why would you? Well, Especially I think, a bloke that survives on his confidence like Connor does. Like, if, if there's any way to beat him, it's got to be make him doubt himself. I don't know how the fuck he can do yeah. that. Yeah. That's not it. That's yeah. clearly not it. I don't think that's impossible. You'd have to fuck his mum or something. And the thing is, in the press conference for Diaz versus Connor, they he actually said, "Look, I don't, I don't blame Aldo for not taking the fight because you got knocked out. You need to take a year off. Yeah. But you just cannot say you'll fight me anywhere, anytime. Yeah, exactly. And then that, the that's the problem. And then I'll take it. Uh, you you got to go the the Ronda route and say, "Look, I'm not ready. I'm not fighting this yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I got he need a legitimate excuse outside of the cage because she's got movies and shit. But yep. although I mean, he had a movie, but it wasn't him starring. <laughs> Dos Santos did the same thing. 
Like, he, he tweeted a photo of his foot and everything. Oh, it was fucked up. Yeah. yeah, but then he's gone, oh, you know, you're fighting bums or... And he's just disconnor. And it's like, mate, you're the one who pulled out. You have no right to say he was going to fight. Like, granted, a legitimate pullout, don't get me wrong. Uh, definitely injured, but if you're the one who's decided to not show up on the day, you, you can't talk about the bloke that does. Yeah, but I'm thinking he's just still trying to stay relevant in this whole money-making scheme that they've got going with fighting Connor. I mean, that's the thing. He's the one that's seeing, you know, his, his big payday fly away. Mm, yeah. Because, I mean, if he fights, you know, whoever... Who would have been his other uh, title shot if it wasn't Connor? Or title defence, I should say. Honestly, I can't tell you. Yeah. Is he... he like, he's just dished up Cerrone. Stuff like, um, it could be Tony Ferguson or, or someone like that is in line. I think it's Ferguson or Nurmagedov. Yeah, yeah. Nurmagedov needs those are headline to, fights. Yeah. And even for this one, they offered it to Aldo, then they offered it to Frankie, who was legit injured, went through he's surgery. Growing, I think, yeah. Um, and then Frankie got pissed off about it. Which, I mean, you can't really be pissed off if you were the one that's injured. And I mean, you, you're allowed to be pissed off. You just can't be pissed off anyway. You're yeah. pissed off with you know bad luck. Yeah. Because again, you've seen goodbye to a massive payday because you got a little injury. That's yeah. the thing too. This Connor is such a star now that if if you went to the to the match to the uh, fight night and it's just McGregor versus question mark surprise it's, guest, it's still the headline fight. Yeah, yeah. of course, and it's still a reason to turn up. Uh, I mean, th- this has proved it. it Absolutely. It, Holly Holm, who is the star of the last probably well, when she fight three months three months yeah <laughs> I don't know last few months <laughs> six months um, at least. knocking off Ronda Rousey who was the the face of UFC and now Connor's eclipsed her quite yeah. considerably too especially with the draw draw factor and just being willing to fight anyone and yeah. Holly's uh, put the same thing out she's willing to fight Cyborg which um, I'd love to see happen I'm scared to see it because well, she's crazy what is she 38 as well um, or, or thereabouts. Holly? So, yeah. Uh, 34. There you go. I'll, I'll put a few extra years on her. But she's already said that uh, she knows, like, she's in her mid-30s now. She's only got a few fights left in her because she's been fighting, you know, boxing and kickboxing yeah. forever. Yeah. So if those big paydays are there, she's keen. And that's why she didn't want to wait for Ronda. She wanted uh, this fight sooner and then try and double up for the UFC 200. Mm. But the reason that they go back to Connor they got Nick Diaz uh, Nate Diaz was because Cerrone wanted it but he just got dished up by Dos Anjos so yeah. Yeah. you can't really go down and go well we'll give you Cerrone when he was going to fight for the title and so by default it kind of put Nate there yeah. but for me personally obviously it could never happen but I'd rather see uh, Nick versus Connor than Nate yeah still got a little issue there yeah <laughs> um, but uh, yeah I, I think that Nick is a harder matchup Nate's a yeah. good matchup yeah, I think good for business. Yeah, matchup. Actually, that was another uh, tweet. I think it was Dos Anjos put out. It was the uh, the Shamrock versus the Dope Leaf. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, I just it, it that, one. that was yeah. actually a pretty good one. Yeah, but I think or was that Rampage? I can't remember. I think I this know. is a good matchup for business because it's uh, Nate. We know you're going to get these press conferences, which I think the mm. online. Uh, subscriptions or sorry uh, live watching the press conference yeah. is bigger than the last World Series of Fighting Cards yeah. Yeah. Um, so you're going to get that you've got a popular fighter in the, any of the Diaz brothers but I still think it's kind of a safe fight for Connor yeah because so they I. are similar fighters and I don't think um, Diaz oh no he, he could surprise him he, he still can win it's not yeah. impossible oh, yeah. Yeah. he's coming off a, a short prep though which that to me makes all the difference but anyway, we'll, we'll does, go through that. Does it for Diaz, though? Because, yeah. I mean, f- fitness is is his strong point. Yeah. And like uh, David said, he's been training for a triathlon. Yeah. So he was he was in fighting weight when he got the call. He yeah. was ready to go and in, in that sense. Tactics-wise, I don't know how, how deep he goes into tactics. Do you want to go through it now or do you want to start at the bottom? 
Do what you like. We're talking about yeah. the fighters. Yeah, okay. What, what do you want to do? Well, I don't care. Yeah, but, uh, bottom, yeah we'll start. Not right at the bottom. We'll start at Diego and Jim Miller. Since yeah. they're the since headlining the fight pass uh, neck of the card. And um, Jim Miller's coming off a couple of losses, I believe. Um, Sanchez is relevant if he's coming off losses or wins. He's always <laughs> stayed in the same position in any weight category the whole time. Give it 100% every single time. The dude should have been a bulldog or a, a pit bull in, in this lifetime, I think. Yeah, he was never going to be a professor. Yeah. We can we can put that in the bank. Just having a look, though. Um, he's I don't know how many fights he's got left in him. He's 34, and just looking at his record here, the last time it didn't go to a decision was in 2009, and that was BJ Penn when he got dished up. Uh, that's right. and Good and proper. And that wasn't even really a decision. It was a no-brainer. Yeah. <laughs> Almost literally. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So... Talk about fighting some wars. So the the last time he didn't go beyond three rounds was back in 08. Everything else that's gone beyond three rounds or to the end of three rounds. So, uh, okay, I see what you mean. So the last time he didn't get to the third round at least. Or no, to the fourth round, I mean. Like he's, every uh, every five rounder has gone to at least five rounds. And every third, if he's fighting a three rounder, it's gone the full distance. Uh, all the way back possibly. to 2008 when he didn't quite finish the third round and got KO'd yeah but he was uh, yeah um, what about yeah maybe yeah actually probably about that right I'm not sure if when do they bring in five round f- for, for all, headliners yeah I'm not sure pretty sure it was after 2011 because he was headlining with Campman there I'm pretty one. sure it was after 2011 his first five round is 2009 it goes to a, goes yeah. to the judges a lot is what we're trying to say yeah one tough bastard yeah <laughs> um so, interesting matchup with Jim Miller, because Jim Miller, he's old school as well. Yeah. Um, he's been, what's his record now? 25 and 7, that's a good record, but he's not an easy night for anybody. Yeah. As, uh, in, especially in this division. Especially being pretty, well, almost a wizard on the ground in that weight division for mm. a long time. Yeah. Where, when you're fighting Jim Miller, he, he had the aggressiveness to just throw bombs on the feet, but he was always going to get you to the ground and strangle you, try and twist your head off your neck. Mm. And did it very successfully, but... Probably lost a couple of steps for the last couple of years from the beating and just getting old. Yeah. He's been through the ringer a fair bit from the UFC, so Well, it's yeah. an important fight for these two because between the two of them, they've got two wins from the last eight fights. Yeah. Um, so it's uh, it, it's going to be... I mean, it's not that like they haven't fought quality because they have. Yeah. but yeah. He, Especially Diego consistently. Yeah. It's, but when you start to rack up a few losses, it starts yep. to go, well, what are you here for? Yeah. Um, you can start to get a little bit nervous or you can start to get offers from Bellator. Yeah. Yeah. Although, Miller's one of the few guys I've seen that actually has a, a win by technical submission. You don't often see that. I mean, obviously, bloke goes out, the ump should be on it straight away, but uh, apparently Mari Amazaki let uh, poor Yancey Medeiros suffer a bit. Oh, really? So, is a technical submission when they pass when, out, is it? When you go to sleep. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Uh, technically, you've submitted. Just because you're not awake for it. Yeah. Or, or you could Matt Hughes it and get submitted and still win. And wake up oh, and go, yeah. what the fuck? This I is, won. This is true. Holy shit. Who was that against? Carlos Newton. Newton. Yeah, it was too. That's right. Yeah. Carlos Newton was a beast then too. That was an uh, awesome fight. Um, so yeah. who we got then? Who do we think is taking it home? I'm on Miller. Jesus. This is tough. It's tough. Um, I think Miller... Uh, I would say Miller from submissions, but he's looked pretty vulnerable on his feet for the last few fights and his chin's just not there as it was before yeah I, I think I'm, go- I'm going to go 
So uh, you are Miller or not? No, I think I'm going Sanchez. Right, damn yeah. it, because I thought I was going to go against you both. Because I'm going to go against... <laughs> I think Diego's got this one, just because I, I think that Miller's fallen off a little bit yeah, a little bit more. Like, um, obviously, his last loss with uh, against Chiesa um, late last year. I don't think... Uh, Chiesa's a good fighter and a good young fighter and up-and-coming, yeah. but he's not a beast. And he's not as good on the ground as Miller, and he, and he got submitted. Yeah. So that's... And yeah. I think, especially the way Diego fights, is. You know, full throttle the whole way through. Yes! Yes! Yes, yeah. it is! Um, he's absolutely <laughs> nuts. So I, I think uh, he's not going to let up. You're not going to um, scare him with, you know, with your cardio. So you, you got Sanchez by gooning. Sanchez by Sanchez. Yep. yep. <laughs> Pretty much. That's how I, I score that one. Um, the other interesting fight I w- wanted to have a look at is uh, Corey Anderson and Tom Lawler. Big, filthy Tom Lawler. <laughs> well, we we love talking nicknames yep. uh, and fighter names on, on this fight. Um, I've got a nominee here in Corey Anderson for the worst fight name ever. Is his truck or something like that? Beaston 25-8. So he's bad at spelling and math. Yeah, correct. Yep, he's uh, Mr. The, the G. But, I mean, when you say the beast in, in MMA... Somebody else has got it. Yeah. Never mind how bad he's been in the last yeah. couple of years. Uh, pretty sure Bob's Dan, at- someone named Dan, Dan the Beast. You've nah. heard it before. But, no, yeah. It rings a bell. Yeah. So there's a couple of beasts in there. I want so, to see those two beast off. Yeah, I really don't want to see them beast off. Yeah, they can do that <laughs> by their own I, I'm, themselves. I'm sure there's some slush fic out there. If, if you're interested, you can you can find out what well, it would be. Bellator look like. will be all about it. I reckon that's a new nickname for him as well, because I'm pretty sure he was Corey Truck Anderson. For a long time, because he's out of Ultimate Fighter uh, alumni, he was on the current season, but really good stand-up, um, and you can tell by the way he speaks that punching and getting punched in the head was a big part of his upbringing. <laughs> he's got uh, one that, career path planned out for it. Explains yeah. the terrible bloody grammar. And I mean, a seven and one record with zero submissions. Um, yeah, so he, he likes punching and being punched. That's yeah. be his game plan. Yeah, I don't think he's going to try and tie him up and work him down for a triangle. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I think Corey Anderson has got the better of probably technical stand-up, but Filthy Tom Lawler, and speaking of nicknames, when, I remember hearing this from the horse mouth, it might have been Chael or someone like that, Right. but they say that Filthy Tom Lawler is called that because he is fucking filthy. <laughs> like, it's, and they're talking about how some people will try and not shower for a couple of days before a right. fight just to put the other yeah, person yeah, off yeah. if you get in there. And they go, Tom does that because he just can't be fucked every day of the week. <laughs> right, I was wondering how filthy you meant. Does he tell dirty jokes? Yeah, or he's no, just no, an no. absolute They grot? mean literally he is fucking filthy. No, so, I think you've improved his name. I think Big Filthy works better for him. Possibly. Yeah. Tom Big Filthy Lawler. Well, yeah. So it's either tell dirty jokes or it's piss in a jar like Matt Sarah filthy. Oh, usually a jar will be polite, I reckon, for, <laughs> for Tom's standards. Apparently lived out of his car for a while and even his car was fucking pigsty so you don't have that much room to put shit how do you manage that how many fighters have lived out of their car for a while they should have like a, a loan system or I'm putting the, yeah, over, yeah. the over under at 50% yeah yeah. probably on a, on a par with rock stars or something but I think if you're living out of your car it's a given that it's filthy like, it's, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't think they're keeping it immaculate <laughs> I only commute in my car and it's still full of bloody wrappers and bottles the hard thing is when you open the door to put the doormat out each time yeah, and he's another tough alumni as well, Tom Lawler. He was from one of the very, very early seasons. Was he really? Maybe season two. He was the one... Remember when... Who was the guy who's like, I can't be knocked out? Like, I, you can, and he's like, all right, someone punch me. Punch me and try and knock me out. And then someone clocked him and knocked him the fuck out. I don't, I don't remember that. Yeah. So it must have been I, real early Tom Lawler, on. yeah. It was like season two or three or something like that. Look, that trick might work at the pub or something when you've got just old mate. Yeah. 
you're in the ultimate fighter house. And hammered too. <laughs> There's yeah, some you're hard all drunk. bastards there. You, you're getting knocked out. It's a shame. Uh, he's one of the big losers when it came to the Reebok deal as well. Um, yeah. We lose what he can do at the weigh-ins and, and yeah, the walk-ins. Yeah, his entrances, so which I think were awesome. We spoke about it with when Liam was on the podcast. He's only fought uh, once or twice, uh, once since the uh, the deal came in. Yeah. So hopefully he's uh, he's acclimatised yeah. now to his new... Actually, speaking of the beast, he actually came out as Dan Seven in one of the weigh-ins. I remember it. He did. Yeah. Mm. yeah. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> so, so hopefully he can come out as Bob Sapp this time. I yeah. don't really know what that means. It might mean he taps to a, to a takedown. It, but it might mean he's got his bets on the fight before he walks out. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if there are a couple of little Yakuza's on the side, we know yeah. what's going on. But who do we think is winning? Uh, I'm on Filthy. Yeah, I think Lola will get it done as well. Um, Just too what, many tools. Yeah, and he's Veteran. he's he's, mm. he's rugged and he's tough. He can take a punch. He can probably put up with a lot more of what Anderson will give him than what Anderson will put up with what Lawler will give him. Because Lawler also has a wrestling pedigree as well. He can put him on the ground and grind him out, whereas Anderson, not going to go for the takedowns and yeah. it will be a very yeah. difficult fight off his back. As, as a writer, I can't go for someone whose nickname is Beaston258. I, I just can't do it. Yeah, to be I, honest, given given the, given his list, it could actually be anything. And they were like beast, and yeah, fuck it, just put that down. Just shut, yeah, he could have been lost the mobile as well. Just like uh, was that Rory McDonald with his um, yeah yeah uh, the walkout songs yep. yeah some fan had it because they stopped it at Creed or no um, who's the other ship Nickelback Nickelback mm. they were all right something's going on here. <laughs> um, I, I I can see Corey Anderson winning, uh, but I do think uh, the same as you. I think. Lawler um, will have too many uh, tricks in the bag. Yeah, um, too much of a veteran um, to let it go. Yep. But with you know the power that Corey's got, the punches chance. Yeah, um, he can always yeah. he, he can end it early. Yeah, I think Anderson will be just too distracted from his his mates turning up from Menza. <laughs> um, you know, and they'll be asking him questions about the nature of the universe and quantum physics, and he'll just he'll just get distracted. Yeah, <laughs> Anderson from his time on the Ultimate Fighter, he did seem like a really top bloke too. Yeah, I think he might actually follow us on Twitter as well. So. <laughs> Well, well, I'm fucked. Yeah, I'm, I'm picking Anderson. He'll, he'll win this in the first Anderson round. Anderson it is, yep. First round knockout. <laughs> no, fuck him. Just no one explained to him what we're saying. Um, if we also, give it to him in printed form, we're fucking set. Yeah. We've also got Eric Silva versus yeah. Nordin Taleb um, is, on the undercut. Is this the start of the main card? Uh, pro- uh, I think how many is the start of the main yeah. card. I think they should have maximum five fight main card. Okay. Four fights for one that's not much going on. Takes a special one to get five on the main card, I think. Um, the interesting thing with this fight is if you've seen way in, vid- way in pictures or videos of Eric Silva from pre... Um, TRT? Yeah, well, pre-Jeff Nowitzki coming aboard with the UFC. Yep. And to see how he's now, like, fucking hell. There is a huge difference. Like, he, he, he got to the point where he was taking that much fucking whatever it was, allegedly, <laughs> that his bicep had decided, you know what? I can really fit two of us in this in this skin here. I, I need another bicep. Yeah, so he literally had two biceps there, just chilling out while he's putting putting up the guns, weighing in. And then you see him now; he still looks in great shape. Don't yep. get me wrong. But I remember I was reading on, you know, some quality website like Mixed Martial Arts or Sherdog or something, where they were saying that generally once you get off the shit, your body will just put on weight really bad. But because you're a fighter, you actually you work hard. You know what yeah, I mean? Of course. You're like it's not like stories what giving you your talent. You've worked your ass off in the ring and in the gym to get mm. to that point. And eventually, you finally get back to what your body has readjusted um, naturally to. So he's looking in great shape, but not in the shape that he was. Right. So how that transpires in the fight in Octagon, I'm not sure. Be interesting to see. 
Um, he's got a couple of years um, experience on, sorry, a couple of years in age on Nordine. Um, yep. Is it too obvious that he's going to try and take it down? Well, it depends if he's still trying to come with the courage of a jacked up Silver. Yeah. So it's, it's hard to tell. I'm not sure if this is the first fight he's had since the hardcore testing came in, but if he had another one, I don't remember off the top of my head. Yeah, oh, he's yeah, so just is. been taking some uh, arousement pills from his uncle. It's normal. <laughs> it's normal. Yeah, so he fought twice last year. Uh, yeah. The last one was Neil Magny. And I think um, Neil Magny wasn't an underdog, but certainly the way he took that fight in, I think it surprised yep. a few people. And Neil um, Magny on a, on a tear there as well, I yeah. think, in the middle of that. Yeah, so I, I don't think it was, not really an upset, but yeah. it's still a, a surprise, if that makes any sense at all. Not it, an upset, but a surprise. It does, because I think Neil Magny was on the biggest underdog tear that I've seen for a long time. Maybe Tony right. Ferguson was second to him, but Neil Magny, never got a whole lot of respect, but put wins together and fought often, until yep. he came against Demian Meyer, who schooled him and said, son, you need to learn something on the ground, <laughs> this which is he took on board, because he went to a Demian Meyer lecture or seminar. That's right, yeah. straight um, afterwards. Yeah, straight after that. Um, and there's no shame getting schooled on the ground by Damien Mark. Exactly, as, no. as right. um, Gunnar Nelson, Gunnar Nelson found, found, out. found out. Yeah, Fucking hell, I, can't, I still can't believe watching so that I, fight. I, I cannot back against Damien Meyer for the foreseeable future. And any guy that doesn't have ridiculous punching power. Yeah, yeah. And especially since now he's realised, all right, you can box a little bit, enough to defend, but jiu-jitsu is your strength, man. Yeah. Get him to the ground and strangle yes. him out. Fuck yes. Turns yeah. out you're one of the best in the world at it. <laughs> yeah. Who would have thought? <laughs> Um, so it's going to be interesting with uh, Nordin Taleb. Um, Who's no slouch either. No, he's not. Durable as fuck. Uh, be, I'm, I'm still... I'm, I'm <laughs> thinking like, looks like Brendan Schaub's Russian cousin. Yeah, it's kind of a bit... Yeah, uh, do you remember Kurgan? From yes. From the old WWE days? <laughs> yeah, I remember a bit, what you're talking about. Especially on his profile photo on um, Sherdog. Yeah, he looks like a unroided version of him. Maybe crossed with uh, Brendan Schaub. It's his nose isn't the straightest I've ever been. Not that much. He's it's Canadian, pointy. so he's probably he's played a bit of rugby in his time or something like that too. I Hockey imagine. Or his nose is going in three directions at once. Or it took him a while to get good at fighting. <laughs> <laughs> so his so last you... loss was against Wally Alves. Was that what it is? And he had a three fight win streak before that. Wally Alves was off the Brazilian Ultimate Fighter, yep. who was a beast. He's huge yeah. and good jits, but he's like maybe on some supplements too because his arms were fucking massive and he was knocking dudes dead. So it's a loss that you can sort of see, yeah, all right, you might take that one, uh, especially if that was in Brazil and they're both jacked up. <laughs> How would you uh, think his jits compares to Eric Silva? That's Wally Alves. Wally Alves? Yeah. Uh, still would be better, yeah. yeah. So that means trouble. Yeah. Trouble yeah. for mm-hmm. nothing. Yeah. Is that th- three silvers for this fight? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think, I think so. Still get there. Yeah, you've got to go for a guy whose nickname's the Tiger. And look, especially with Sil- Silva, allegedly, if he was being off, off of the stuff, might give him less confidence in his feet to, so he would take it to the ground, which would be to his advantage, I would imagine. Do you reckon we still need to throw around allegedly? I mean, well, I think if, if we get sued, it's to our benefit at this stage, isn't it? Well, and let's be honest, if, I'm not, we're not the only ones that are saying this, so if it gets all the way down the line to us, holy yeah. shit, that's some lion sort of lawyers that are <laughs> fucking chasing us down, aren't they? Um, let's face it, you'd be pretty courageous as a Brazilian MMA fighter to go at someone who's accused you of steroids, because I'm just saying they haven't got a great record. This is true, this is true. Uh, well, I mean, and the record isn't that bad because they're in Brazil. So yeah. trying to just hold them down for a test is kind of difficult. I mean, there's a few of them where you're like, no, I, I would believe this guy isn't. And yeah. Guerra would be one of them. I, I don't think steroids would have improved his fighting all that much. No. Uh, considering he, he was just a fighter. 
Maybe you just got to check their breakfast cereals out. Maybe it's something like that. It's it's in the water. Like instead of putting fluoride, they're yeah. putting in peptide. T- turns out acai is Portuguese for juice CRT. <laughs> <laughs> it's just monkey nuts. The gear. It could generally, it genuinely happen. Um, so we think that uh, Eric Silver's got a, a a nice clean sweep on that one. Yep. Yeah. Which moves us on to the first female fighter of the card. I'll just double check that. Oh, no, I'm not going to check it there. Um, the first female fight of the card, we got Amanda Nunes versus Valentina Shevchenko. Yeah. Now, uh, we spoke about this before as well, but I remember watching um, Valentina's last fight, and yeah. I thought, gee, she's got the goods, but it's a little bit, there's just something was half a second off, yep. or um, uh, unusually for a Russian, lacked that killer instinct. Yeah, and I thought the same thing, and well, I was listening to... Uh, she's not well, Russian either, so that's a good one. She's <laughs> Kyrgyzstan or... Uh, P- Peru, according Peru. to this. What? You serious? Well, I'm not. Well, then again, I mean, Hector Lombard's Australian, apparently. So <laughs> let's be honest. Who knows? But I was listening to uh, Rogan's podcast where they were supposed to do a breakdown of the fights this weekend, but they didn't. They listened to dick right. jokes from Callan or something, which is kind of our motivation for doing this primer because you know, to be honest, if, for the breakdowns, there's always good ones out there. So we'll try and make the primers ours if no one's going to do it. If we promise you a bullshit primer, we'll give you a bullshit primer. <laughs> exactly. Exactly right. <laughs> And they were saying that in that fight, Shevchenko was saying in between rounds, something's not right, I'm a bit off, like I'm okay. a step behind. And uh, so the fact that she could make that adjustment mid-fight, even if she didn't quite pull it off, she was yep. aware that she was doing that. And so they put it down to it could be the, the first first fight in the octagon, um, maybe a little bit too big. Yep. So you weren't as quick as you would, would have liked to have been. Also, um, if you're trying to cut weight to get down to the 135, might be a bit of an issue. Because um, there's not many big chicks around there, but no. I'm not sure. They were saying, they're postulating that this could be the issue. So she was aware of the inef- uh, um, inefficiencies in her fight plan during the fight, which is kind of a big step up. You're not relying on having a coach tell you things you're going to forget two minutes in. I'm just more happy that I picked that there was something just a little bit off. Yep. And that, uh, yeah, it shows I could read the fight. Yep. Well, according to Callan, Rogan, Shaw, but <laughs> according to everyone, it's it, it, yeah. it, it settled down. Yeah, right. I got it. But um, she has big wraps coming behind her too. And what, what about Nunes? I mean, she's got some big scalps on her um, resume um, most yeah. recently. McMahon um, to me is the biggest one there. Of she's, course it is. She's a monster. And yep. out-grappled her. Mm. And, and look, she lost to Kat Zingano, but she gave Kat Zingano a fucking hiding yep. until Kat, Kat Zingano finally put her away. Like, she was a bloody mess from halfway through round one. And just, that's just a credit to Kat Zingano for pulling that fight out. So, yeah, and, you know, to me, up until probably three months ago, I would have said Kat Zingano is the second best in the women's league. To be honest, she still might be. She yeah. still might be. I was going to say, I don't think she, um, Kat Zingano's fought for a while, but mm. uh, yeah, nearly a year yeah, since, since, fought, since, since she last fought. Yeah, fought. Um, yeah I, I think Nunes is just going to... You can't get away with the mistakes that Valentina made last time. Yeah. And yep. the fact that yeah. I found um, that she's uh, listed as coming from Peru and not Russia means I'm now going against her. Yeah, uh, and I, I think Nunes is just I hate liars. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm the same. I'm on Nunes. I think she's just gonna yeah. Be... And Nunes stand up is legit women knockout power. Yeah, mm. and then there's not many one punch knockout artists in the women's 135 division. I don't think there's any in the um, one below it. But she is one of them that really can put someone out with one punch. She's a vicious bitch. Yeah, yeah. and I'm pretty. And sure I mean that as a compliment. It's pretty sure that if she had a feud with Misha, when Misha got passed over for oh, the, the title fight and, and Holly got it, uh, it was either her or Juliana Pena who were 
campaigning for a fight against Misha. Misha was like, no, I'm retiring, fuck this shit, whatever. <laughs> so it wasn't until that whole triangle came about with Holder actually beating Rousey that's yeah. kind of put the back burner on people like Pena yeah. and Nunes. So they have to be out looking for a statement in these fights to really thrust them into that, that picture. Mm, absolutely. Well, here's a very easy prediction then. If Nunes wins, what's the first thing she's going to do once she gets the microphone? Oh, call out Holmes. I should call out Rousey for the comeback. She's she's calling out. I reckon she's going to call out for a title fight. Yeah, you uh, have to. We know she can call out Rousey all she likes. That's yeah. never going to happen. Yeah. Rousey's next fight is going to be for the. Oh. Um, it's going to be Holmes oh, or for yeah. the belt. It's yeah. one or the other. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but Nunes is going to say, "Well, maybe there's one more title fight before Rousey yeah. comes back." She belts. She's mine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Haven't heard Betch Carrera ask for a rematch. Anyway. No. Sneaky bitch. She's so, asked for a bedpan and <laughs> still laid up. Still tickets for yeah. straight out of Compton. Yeah. Um, so that's three for Nunes. Yeah. All right. So we're fully into the main card now. Um, who we got for Ilya Latifi versus Gian Vilante? Gian Vilante is another one of Brazilian ultimate fighter. He's been um, training with. Oh no, hang on, no, he hasn't been training. He did podcasts with, <laughs> with Ashley Ash Smith and Adam Hunter, who's MMA roasted. Yep. Yeah, my bad. So if you want to know about Jean Villange, listen to that podcast. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I did notice um, he's fought uh, both Lawler and Anderson um, oh, yeah. r- recently, who were yep. fighting on the undercard. So, difference, yeah. Um, obviously, he's, uh, he's done all right because he's higher up on the card than those two are Yeah. in, in, in recent times. Yep. Um, well, it's the win over Parosh. <laughs> Clearly, so it pushed him ahead back in uh, back in Melbourne. That one was yeah. Um, it's going to be very interesting. I think he's uh, fucked. It's going to be Melbourne. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I've got a feeling that I oh, hang on we, again. We're going back to the nicknames here. The sledgehammer, not bad. He, yeah. he looks like one. Like if you could put uh, shave the head and give a beard to a sledgehammer, that's him. It's got to be a bit of a breakout fight for both of them, I think. Somebody, yeah. They've been going around in the division a little bit, um, sort of fighting the same guys, round and round in circles, sort yep. of not quite getting up there to threaten. So I think they're on the main card in the most watched pay-per-view of the year. Yep. Could yeah, be ever, so far. let's be honest. <laughs> it could be ever, but I'd, it won't be of the year by the end of the yeah, year, exactly. if that makes yeah. sense. Yep. <laughs> yep. Um, because 200 is coming. Yeah. Um, I think there's a real chance here for somebody to stand up and say, I'm, go- I'm not going to go challenge for the title next, but I, I want to be a contender. Yeah. Um, also interesting how many submissions he has on his on his resume, um, uh, Latifi. Um, with the name like the Sledgehammer, you'd expect him to have a KO to submission <laughs> yeah. ratio like 10 to 1, <laughs> yep. not uh, 5 to 4. I don't know what all those submissions are. Odd, Let's have a look. odd sort of thing to look at, though. Uh, he's sort of guillotine there. His... His fists are tiny. You're saying he's trying to compensate for something? <laughs> Maybe. I Actually, go back to his first fight. He, there was no contest because the ring broke. <laughs> so After 55 <laughs> seconds, if you don't mind. Granted, it was the real pain challenge too. Uh, and the ring might have been a couple of trucks with some ropes between them. But breaking the ring is kind of a badge of honour, you'd have yeah, to say. That's not bad. I, I count that as a win for both of them. Bloody that's, say, that's a victory. When you try, try and go off the top rope, these things happen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to try and see if that fight's on YouTube somewhere. Yeah, I want to know how this happened. Yeah. Um, especially like you're saying where it's going to be a breakout fight. You'd have to imagine that Joe Silver would be looking as a fight like this where if you can't make an exclamation point against each other, because you're both, yep. you're not even gatekeepers. You're looking yeah, to, exactly. 
take on gatekeepers, then you're probably not on the way up. You probably need some time in the minors and bring someone else up. Well, his last five haven't gone out of the first round, which is exactly what you want in a guy whose nickname is a sledgehammer. Yeah. yeah. Um, he hasn't been beyond three minutes since yeah. uh, since he headlined um, against Masasi. Yeah, I mean, one of those yeah. is a lot. And Masa- he went the distance with Masasi, and Masasi is a fucking monster. Yeah. Um, one of those last five was a loss to Blackowitz. Um Kicked the body and punches TKO. But again, it was entertaining. It was violent. Uh, it's the sort of fight that you want to see. So that loss isn't as bad as a boring as fuck three-round go-to-decision sort of fight. So there's different scales of losses in terms of yeah, what Joe Stewart will be looking at. Quick turnaround for him as well, um, mm, seeing as he yeah. only fought just uh, a minute ago in January. Only fought for 30 seconds, but, you know. Yeah, go to Jones for a second. Go down. Well, 30 seconds TKO, uh, KO wins are, are pretty good. Uh, it's not a bad result. night out. And so yeah. they, they both fought Sean O'Connell as well. Like, Jeans was a little yeah. bit a while ago. That's what I mean. They've both been circling around, sort yeah. of um, treading water. Yeah. Um, uh, so you, one of them, you, you'd hope, um, would stand up and make a, make think a name. You think They're it's both a, fight, 30. a fight to move beyond journeyman status? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You, it's a, a good chance to make, make a name. Uh, and look, uh, with um, uh, Elia Latifi fighting out of Sweden, I'm sure the UFC would probably not be unhappy if he gets the win when they're yeah. trying to put across Europe uh, at the moment. Well, they've got another European on the card. I think they've got it covered. Oh, yeah, they want it's true. More, true. They want more somebody Eastern else. <laughs> yeah. But uh, Gus has decided he's not sure if he wants to fight. Gustafsson. Yeah, Gustafsson. Yep. So they need another Swedish uh, representative to fly the flag for him because they don't have a fight card booked in Sweden yet. So okay. and they're usually one of the ones that they're more familiar with. Where's the? They've got a European fight card coming up soon. Is Croatia. It, is it in Croatia? Yeah, they've got Croatia. We've. Got, I know Overeem's fighting. Yeah, yeah. They've they've loved to try and move into sort of northwestern Europe a bit heavier, but every time they get a fighter from that region, they suck, or they just don't uh, create the sort of fights they're hoping for. Yeah, and they're still a little bit immature in that area as well. That's and, very true. A lot of them are still aligned to uh, Russian um, events and whatever. Like, especially if in Europe, a lot of the fighters come out of Russia, so you'd fight in Russian events. But yeah, yeah. Um, so who we, who do we think then? Uh, I've got Latifi. You think Latifi? You think yeah. the sledgehammer? Yeah. Uh, go back to Jean for a sec. See, I've got. I wasn't going to go Latifi, but he, I just realised he's five foot eight, and Jean Valanche is giving up foot reach. two. So. Yeah, I, I'll go for Valanche. I think you've just convinced me there. Yeah. Uh, especially when uh, the sledgehammer is going to be... Uh, well, you never know. He might take it down. Well, a 25-pounder at five foot eight is either a lazy motherfucker or he's <laughs> jacked to the tits with something. He's, he's a fire prog. Yeah. He, he looks too. stocky. He, he looks That's pretty stocky, He's got yeah. tiny fists. He's got massive uh, center core mass. Reasonable size arms. Just these tiny little fists at the end of it. No, actually, I, yeah, you're right. I, I think Gian. Or maybe it's just his head that makes them look tiny. It yeah. could, could be. Yeah. Um, Brandon Thatch and Sia Bahaduruza. Yeah. How'd I go with that, you reckon? Probably pretty good. Um, Thatch has been doing all right. The, I mean, he did have a slip up when uh, Benson Henderson jumped up uh, weight division and yeah. uh, knocked him off. Um, then he had a loss to is that Gunnar Nelson. Gunnar Nelson, submission. Yeah. Two submissions, rear naked chokes. To Nelson and Henderson, which is, you know, there's... Not a lot of shame in that. I, I think there's two legit Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu yeah. world champions there. Yeah. 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 Um, actually, no, Benson Henson wasn't a Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu world champion. No, but he actually competes in yeah. BJJ. It's on his list of things to do, if that makes sense. Yeah. He's, he's not a bad grappler, I think. we can. He's not bad at yeah. all. We can throw that. 
his wrestling's Throw great. And shit, man, if you see his thighs, that dude's been doing uh, sprawls for a long time. <laughs> a long time. Uh, um, so I think Thatch, he's you know, got a great record, 11-3, and three, but yeah. two, two of those three losses are in his last two fights. So he's looking to turn something around. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I've got to admit, I don't know much about the great Sia. Hang on, hang on. I'm going to give this a crack. Sia Bahadurzada. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I'm going to go with That's that. pretty good, actually, yeah. Um, I can do. Training with the Black Zillions. Um, I don't know much about him, but I've heard he's a fucking monster. I'd, so, See, I'm, I'm, I'm on Thatch just because... Uh, You've heard of him? The great... Well, that too. Uh, the great lost to John Howard, and that little fucking cunt has fucked up our country, so <laughs> fuck him. I mean, he can't put John Howard away, and John Howard couldn't even bowl a fucking leg spin, so fuck the bloke. That's, that's my... Um, so I'm betting on Thatch, is what I'm saying. Just, just going down through, uh, let's call him the great Sia. Yeah. Um, yeah, needs a big win. Like if he gets a big uh, a win over Brandon Thatch, you can say, okay, he's got a big name now yeah. in, the, in the win column. Yep. So it, it's a lot riding on this one. The what, dude's what from Kabul. He's already got a big win. He's not getting bombed. Yeah. He's in America. <laughs> <laughs> and, and not Guantanamo. <laughs> um, what weight division is that? One seventy. One seventy. He's tapped out to waterboarding before. I feel like this is Thatch moving upway division. I reckon Thatch was a 155er for a while, which might have done him no favours trimming down to that weight. Um, I don't think Henderson was 155. When Henderson was 155 and jumped up to 170 to fight Thatch. Actually, yeah, that it, it must right. be at 170 for a fair while, actually, because yeah. Benson was definitely 55er and jumped up to fight him. Um, this is going to be a tough one. I, see, Thatch is... I, I like Thatch, and he's got the... The, the skills? The skills. Not the skills, but the natural sort of... He's got the reach. He's got... He's a yeah. big dude. Um, has all the artillery needed to be a good fighter. But there's been a few holes in his game where you're like, no, oh, he probably shouldn't have lost like that, champ. And different strategy. Well, this is one of those fights where you could say you shouldn't have lost this one Yeah, f- for him. Yep. And that's the only way I, I can see if he does something like Anderson Silva did yeah. you know, with Bisping. Yep. If he doesn't quite you know, put the foot on the throat when he has the chance. Yeah. Yep. Well, if it makes a difference, that's just paying a dollar thirty. To CR's 350. So a lot of people seem Clear to think favorite. that Thatch yeah. is uh, going to bring it home. I think there's a reason for that. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, that's because Americans aren't really going to bet on the Russian <laughs> fella coming <laughs> in and knocking the, off their men. The or Afghanistan, Afghanistan the guy. No, no, what do you mean? They're, they're almost Russian. I've been trying to help out Afghanistan for years. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Certainly giving them some grappling practice. <laughs> trying to give them freedom and take their shit. So you've got to say, though, uh, for a massive pay per view, uh, that's the first, what are we looking at? The first 10 fights. Um, yeah. Not as big as the other pay-per-view fights we've had. We've had, But we've yeah. had some monster cards. Yeah. So I think this is almost a little bit of the balance. Yeah, yeah. The, the oh, rebalance. This is it'll, normal. It'll still sell <laughs> yeah. massively. Like, and, oh, of and course. The thing is, there are potential for some of these fights to be standouts that you wouldn't have expected as well. Always. Uh, and especially with some names that aren't well-known names, but from the research I've done and just memory... I've yeah. seen some really good performances out of these people, and not not necessarily the most skilled fighters, but exciting fighters. Well, we skipped over a few fights in there as well because basically we we don't yeah. know enough yeah, about exactly. them to speak intelligently, yeah. like we have been, which you yeah. know has stopped us so much in the past. Um, but like we said, there's a lot of guys there that are at a turning point in, in yep. their careers, um, yeah. so that there is a good chance that somebody's going to pull a highlight out uh, or just an absolute domination. Um, yeah, like like I said, one of the other cards with. Uh, Scoggins, who yeah. still went to a decision, but there was such a dominant performance yep. that you could really put your name, and so that becomes something yeah. for him. So he's now fighting Ben Ten 
in, in Brisbane coming yep. up. So th- there are chances for somebody on the undercard to put their, their their name in lights. Who do you think that'll be? Like if you, if you could have a tip, you look at uh, some of the guys like Miller, Lawler, uh, Nunes, even Thatch, who could uh, move beyond the mid to undercard. Who do you reckon that could be? I think Gian. I'm going to go back to Villante. Um, oh yeah. I, I've. Because, like we said, he's been there or thereabouts for so long that I, I think this is a good chance for him to really step up. Um, he's going to use his reach. Um, yep. But if he grinds out a decision, that's probably not going to do it. I mean, a win's a win. That's good. You get your double pay. Yeah. But I think, if anyone, it could be him. Or it could be just somebody out of the blue, whack, there you go, I'm famous. Yep. See, I'm, I'm looking at the same fight, but I'm going, um, I'm going to Latifi to make a breakout just because I can't see someone with a head that thick getting knocked out um, despite the reach advantage, which means he might be able to close the distance and just use his shorter limbs and stockier build to cause some damage to Jian. I mean, he's probably half Viking too, so there's There's always that. You you can never underestimate uh, the the Viking side of it. Yeah, I'm going with Amanda Nunes. I think she'll put on a performance boxing clinic. I think she'll knock the chick out and really put her name into that category of contenders for the 135 women's division which needs to happen I guess it depends on how she knocks her out too though like if she's able to string together some nice combos then that'll that'll set things up nicely but if it's just one of those lucky swinging hits then people are going to be like oh you know it was a puncher's chance and you took it yeah yeah that's true I mean if it's Gabby Garcia backhander (laughs) not going to be terribly impressive fuck me that that hurts yeah so we'll go to the now only title fight on the card. Yep. Um, Misha Tate, you've uh, yeah, been waiting a while for this uh, this title fight after winning a number one contenders bout uh, yeah. nine months ago. Win, months winner ago. goes for the belt. <laughs> well, not so sure about this anymore. You've got to feel sorry for her. Yeah. Because uh, I've got nothing against yep. Misha Tate. Uh, nah. I think she's suffered from being the second best fighter for too long. Yeah. Yeah. And now she's just the second most known fighter, you have to say. Third, I think third in her division still. I think Holly's uh, jumped oh, yeah. over yeah. it yeah. Just, yeah. just a little bit. Yeah, Holly's um, up there. But a very interesting fight because we, a lot of people have been talking about the rock paper scissors side of things. Yeah, um, she's not going to be as distracted or as arrogant. Yeah, um, as Rousey, and I mean arrogant as in preparation and fighting yeah. uh, tactics. As in, no one can beat me. Yeah, as in, I can stand up with this former world kickboxing champion. So she's going to try and make it uh, a lot of dirty boxing and try and take it down. Um, Having said that, we saw Rousey could not take down Mm. um, Holly at all. Yeah. I think she's she's got a good chance. I I don't think she's not favorite, but she's got a chance. Yeah. See, I'm I'm kind of looking at it from the other way. Um, Kat Zingano uh, took Tate out. Like, granted, Tate would have improved since then. That was 2013. But... um, I think Holly is probably a better striker than Zingano and she's going to hit harder and all it takes is that uh, opening round. If she gets one clean shot, that will fuck Tate up for the rest of the fight. So I am i don't think it's going to get out of the second round. See, the thing is, as far as the women's 135 goes, Tate's got a pretty decent chin. Like She's taken a fair amount of shots she's from, had to. from a, a lot of really good strikers yeah. and still managed to fight on lose decisions. So... Some decent strikers, but not, not world champion kickboxers. This is true, like you said, there is no better strike. Yeah, Holly is, is a whole different different animal. And uh, one of the things that they did actually touch on on Rogan's podcast was it might have been Shaw talking about one of the people that he trains with, who's actually uh, grappled with Holly and with Misha, and he said Holly is a dude. 
Like she is <laughs> that fucking strong that it's ridiculous. And that's the thing, especially when trying to explain to to people who have never been on a mat, never been in a ring, yeah. never done anything martial arts related at all, who think they can beat women who are trained martial yeah. artists, because you just cannot envisage that a woman could be that strong or that skilled to be able to do that to you. But they reckon that Holly is like that, even for the skilled martial artists. They're looking to go, nah, be able to throw around, be able to do this, and they're like, nope, no deal. Yep. And then when you, with that in mind, when you look at her, she has got, she's got long fucking biceps, man. Mm. Well, the, the, they talk about she's able to negate grappling well. Like her defense is fantastic. She yeah. doesn't have a, many uh, sub wins because that's not what she's trying to do. Yeah. But her ability to stop someone from doing what they want to do. And uh, you talk about guys that were good at that. Hickson was famous for it. He just leaves no gap. Yeah. And you know, there's no better grappler. No one would say they're a better grappler in his presence. And he certainly wouldn't uh, accept that they were. But um, just being able to not give anything away, she's brilliant at it. Um, like you say, how strong she is at the uh, weigh-ins for Rousey Tate. Yeah, um, that's when I went, "Holy shit, she's mm. ready! She's yeah. really come to fight." You can see the, the definition and how ripped she was. Yeah, that's when I changed my tip. Yep. and pick. And I'm so glad I had proof that I picked uh, <laughs> yep. Holly for that fight. Um, very interesting. There was a famous uh, gambler who put um, he put 100k or something on Holly. Yeah, the last fight. Jeez. And you would have seen he's put uh, 50k on, on Misha. Misha. Yeah, but the thing fight. is, he puts a lot of money on a lot of fires yeah. and loses heaps. Yeah, of course he does. Yeah, because if, if you follow on the forums, like he's one of the people that you you don't follow what he bets on, but you're always you watch. interested in what he's bet on <laughs> just to see how it goes. Mm. But He's not one who's betting his lunch money on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So he can lose that money. No, and when you give good odds, people are going to take it up. He's entertaining himself. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, not interested in winning 10 bucks. No. Well, it's like putting you know five bucks on the 47 to 1 on the chocolate wheel at the casino or something. <laughs> hey, you know, you've done it and it looks good, but it doesn't come up much. So it is an interesting fight. I think, I think we're all... Are we all picking Holly? Yeah, yeah. by far. I, I, yeah. Like I said, KO in the two. In two. I... I don't think it is an absolute cert, but I mean, I, I still, I'm, like I said, I'm picking Holly. Yeah. But I think Misha, if she can take, make it dirty, I yep. think she can win. But Holly is so well disciplined. Yeah. And you know, none mm. of this has gone to her head. She's gone straight back into Jackson Wilkerman and just yeah. thought, all right, what's the next one? What do we do? And that's another thing too. Her corner is the best the corner best. in women's MMA. The, oh, no. In all MMA, in, but in especially MMA. in her, um, her weight category and you know, women's MMA in general. Um, they will have a game plan for everything Misha does. They've got enough footage of her to see what she wants to do. Yeah. And I still don't think Holly's shown her full hand. No. Like, uh, we saw very few knees in the Rousey match. Um, I I think Holly will be able to attack in ways that Misha hasn't even felt yet and will just kill the girl. Well, that's the thing, especially with when you're fighting Rousey. If you're going to throw knees, you've got to be in close proximity, which yep. means you're going to get thrown mm-hmm. on your head. Yeah, Whereas Misha's not going to do that. She's going to wrestle. And like yeah. you said, with the trainer, uh, Jackson Winklejohn, they've got some fucking beast wrestlers there who are men that she trains with. So she doesn't mm. learn how to wrestle. She has to learn how to negate wrestling. Yep. So that's what she's going to be practicing and very, very well. I mean, she's got John Jones there. For it, fuck's sake. The other uh, down point, I think, for Misha, you know, remembering the uh, Jessica I and the Rin Nakai fight, yep. um, where she dominated those fights but couldn't put them away. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Um, you, you're not going to get this will be five rounds you're not going to get oh. that kind of opportunity against yeah. Holly yeah. she will not this if the fight, this fight goes five rounds it'll be because Misha was able to run away for four of them yeah I I've, I think so I've, I think if if it goes long it's definitely to Misha's advantage but I don't I, I don't know if she can finish it 
Yeah. Well, um, the hard thing for Mistry is she can't keep distance because Holly will light her up. She's yeah. got to be in and out and working angles. She'll be in and out to the left, right. You know what she's got to do is trying to take the punches on her tits because those things are padded and in- insured. So she could absorb that damage. Probably. And I mean, fuck Brian Carraway's fun. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it will be interesting after this fight. Uh, I'm of the opinion that even if Misha Tate gets the upset, it's the return match with Ronda is still worthwhile. Yeah, yeah. Um, because then I think you almost get, you get two bites of the cherry yeah. because ah. you can fight for the belt and then get the rematch against Holly. Yeah, and for the pitcher in that in that weight category for the women's, there's no losers out of this fight. No, like there's all the fight's already made for the next round, no matter what happens, and they're going to be interesting as fuck. And provided that there's not huge damage, which I mean, unless there's a brutal knockout from Holly, yeah, one of them is going to be ready to go for the UFC 200. Can you imagine if Misha did win? Rousey wouldn't come back. Oh. She'd be like, fuck my life. No, I'm done. I, I wouldn't want to be anywhere near her yeah. if that happened. And hey, look, Misha's got a chance. Misha, Misha yeah, has a good yeah. chance. A good I, chance. I still think she does. Because we haven't, we haven't seen someone who has Misha's strategy fight Holly yet in the UFC. Yeah, I'm, I wouldn't put money on her. Like, I, yes, she, yes, she would if they gave her big enough odds. You'd be talking about your fucking bets. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. <laughs> if the fight starts and she looks good, I might do uh, a live bet. But, uh, the way you bet, you might have already put money <laughs> yeah. on. You're trying You've to get everyone else to bet on Holly to put the odds out so you can just double down. Yeah, tell everyone what you bet today. Well, I, I happen to put a bit of a bet on uh, LA Clippers. Yeah, and who were you trying to bet on? LA Lakers. <laughs> What is stupid is that the Clippers are a better side. Yeah. <laughs> Funny thing is, the Clippers were about uh, 16 points down, and I, I did a quick look and thought it was six. Was um, it? So I got nine to one, and it came up. So, yeah, job there's, done. There's an old saying in poker, isn't there, Brenton? I'd rather be lucky than good. Yep, every day of the week. <laughs> every day of the week. All right, to the main event, then. The, the fight that uh, is selling this card is uh, Connor and Nate. Um, I do think it is very exciting that Connor's just leapt up He's gone up a weight division yep. and then up again. Yeah. Um, which is great because I think he just fucking hates cutting weight. Yeah. I, I think it's a bit shit that uh, Sherdog's actually got him listed at uh, 65 kilos. Should have a have a asterisk that says whatever. Whatever. <laughs> but, well, he's been saying I've been eating as much as I can and I'm still underweight. Have yeah. you seen his fucking thighs? Oh my like, God. Be glad. He has been squatting trucks or some shit. Just yeah. Because if, if his kicks before were powerful, yeah. fuck me. Now they will just... They will destroy. We might see another no contest due to ring destruction. Well, even his arms as well. And the thing is, I mean, they talk about the the sniff test with steroids now for Jeff Nowitzki, um, where you can generally there are a few indicators when you look at people. Yeah. And for for a sniff test, he doesn't pass it. But then when you look at the training that he does, mm. holy shit! It explains exactly why he has these muscles and they're that huge. When you look at him on the rings, and it's not like he's just trying to do pull ups on a ring. He is controlling the whole way down, the whole way up. And if you ever tried to eat, at least pull yourself up on rings, it's fucking difficult. Really, really hard. It's not just that, though, because we know when he uh, cut down to 145, yeah. um, we we saw what he looked like. He yeah. looked like a ghost. He looked shithouse. Um, remember that uh, altercation he had with Uriah yeah. um, that time? So exactly. we know that his natural weight is much bigger than what he was fighting at. Yeah. So, uh, and again... We're pulling out quotes from Connor because he gives us so many. Exactly. We've yeah. seen him on salad. Now let's see him on steak. Yeah. And that's what he looks like on steak. <laughs> yep. That's more natural yep. than his 145 weight. So it's going to be interesting. I mean, when you his left hand is dangerous. Yeah. Um, now he's adding some more power behind it. Yeah. Do you reckon uh, Dana White had him grown in a legal lab or anything? Because he's exactly the fighter that Dana White dreams of. No, Dana White had no clue what <laughs> yeah. he had when he got Connor. Yeah. A guy he's, that's willing to fight anywhere, anytime, any weight... Yeah. Uh, a guy that sells fights, 
Uh, a European <laughs> appeal, which is always something they've been looking for. He talks like Chael and fights like Silver. Yeah. Uh, he, Dana White, dreams of a fight like this. And, you know, as a, a, a person who appreciates UFC, I, I really want to watch him fight. Yeah. Yeah, like we're doing, I mean, this podcast is enough to say that, you know, he's got that draw, even to yeah. us. And, and even the way he got in the UFC was that he'd send his fights to Joe Silver yep. and mm. say, hey, you know, I want to come across. And yeah, so it would have been interesting if it was the unification with Dos Anjos because obviously that fight's a way better fight. Yeah. But, you know, I will, actually, we'd, we are a bit ripped off because we'd had that. And if he won that, he's leading into fighting Robbie Lawler at UFC 200. And holy shit. Well, that. okay, what happens if Nate wins? It's terrible for the UFC, isn't it? No, I don't think so. I think uh, Connor will just probably come out and pump himself up even further and saying, well, look, you know, you got a lucky win, dickhead. I've made you rich. I don't even fucking care. And he's still got a belt. He's still got his belt. Yeah. He's still got that. Um, it would stop him going for another belt. I don't but know. He'll still come back to his, his uh, belt, fight it that way a couple of times, and then look at going up weight again. Um, I, I don't think that would harm Connor's appeal at all. And the thing is, like, He's a 145-pound champion, and he was going for the 155-pound belt. But this fight's at 170. It's 170. Yeah. So I think that puts enough doubt or enough excuses in the minds of the fans either way. And look, there are no bigger nuthuggers on the planet than Connor fans. Yeah. Oh. yeah. If you go into any forum mm. and look at Join Date 2014, yep, yep, Connor, Connor Nuthugger. All right. <laughs> no idea about martial arts, just Connor Nuthugger. So I think there's enough doubt in there that it'll, it'll allow his heat to keep on rolling on. Well, you hope that um, that I think it's better for business, obviously, if Connor wins. But yeah. it's it's dangerous if Nate wins to say, okay, you now here's your match with um, Rafael dos Anjos. Yeah, when yeah. you can't get a title fight when you just lost to the no, it, it, yeah, third or fourth rank. But the thing is, you can have Connor versus um, someone like Cowboy. Like, yeah, maybe Cowboy. Yeah. Or, maybe, or he yeah, goes back to his own division. I think, I think goes back to his own division for a while. Pettis for a number one contender, and then you can have Nate versus Dos Anjos for the belt. Yeah. Have Pettis versus uh, Connor for the next one in line. And and the thing is, Connor's only got so many fights left to 145. It's really yeah. a struggle for him to make that weight. And if he's put on all this effort, all this training to get up to 170, it's going to be even more hard for him to get down to, to 145. Yeah. Yeah, I think the. 155 is where he'd be looking at next if this doesn't yeah. play out. Yeah. Um, but seeing him at 170, he, he looks dangerous there. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't think the extra weight hurts his chances at all. I don't know. I, I would like to see a Connor 170 against uh, just the, the eye test against someone like um, Lawler or yeah. even Johnny Hendricks. Yeah, with a full camp. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, uh, Connor is big. Yeah. But he's. He's big because we're used to seeing a 145. Exactly. When you yeah. go against yeah, these true. guys who are genuinely yeah. massive, who are cutting down to 170, yeah. there's a difference. Um, but you, you remember Hector Lombard was fighting 155 for yeah. a while there. He's at 170. Like, That's stupid. Imagine Rory McDonald versus fucking Connor at 170. Like, yeah. Holy shit. Like, there, there's danger there. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the reason I'm still backing Connor, though, is because his advantage hasn't been uh, solely based on speed or power or anything, it's been on precision. Like his ability to. It's been on power as well. Well, yeah. <laughs> He's been talking about um, no one's going to stand his left hand. No. Yeah. But his ability to put that power right on the button. Yeah. Yep. Um, like one punch knockout on the uh, world champion. It's yeah. astounding. Yeah. I don't think the extra bulk will hurt his precision. It might slow his speed slightly. 
but the power won't suffer. So he can put that hard left exactly where he wants it. Yeah, I agree. Very interesting to see how it goes. Like, yeah, I agree. I don't think it will change, but it could. There's still that little thing that could. Yep. Um, the only thing, the dangerous part about this, um, in uh, Connor's fight um, with Chad Mendes, he did look uh, suspect on the ground. Yeah. However, yeah. Diaz isn't a top player. Yeah. He, he loves to play guard. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Connor's not going to sit and guard and go for a ground and pound. No. I think he's just going to back He'll straight step back up. Out. Yeah. So yeah. even though Nate is an exceptional ground fighter, yeah. he's almost the wrong kind of ground fighter yeah. Yeah. for Connor. Yeah. He's a counter grappler, Connor. Yeah. He, he, I, I can't see him shooting for a double. Exactly. Well, no. No. the other thing is Shit, no. that they train regularly with Crone as well. Like they're all mm. buddied up now. So oh, the Diaz brothers, yeah. You would hope that. Um, and, and Hickson spends some time there as well at Crone's Academy. He yep. runs a class there. Because they don't train at Diaz's camp, they actually train at Crone's Academy. Yep. Um, so you would hope that they've been sort of wrangling Crone for his aggressive guard yep. attacks and his, his ability to um, force the action when it comes to trying to get BJJ into action in a mixed martial arts fight. The, the danger is, too, if he, if he does manage to catch Connor, I can't see Connor tapping. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Like, uh, that could put him on the shelf for a while. Having said that, like I said, I, I, just, I think that he's a safer matchup than some of the other choices they had out there yeah, uh, yeah. for Connor. Yeah, I well, agree. It's going to be very interesting. He's got a massive reach advantage. Uh, how tall is Nate? Um, he's six, six. flat. Um, with with Connor, he's a, a genuine... A, Collingwood 5'8". Yeah, a Collingwood 5'8". Yeah. Uh, uh, what was I trying to say there? Yeah, 5'8 uh, is very generous. Um, so that striking game is going to be very interesting. You've got the almost lazy style of Diaz. That, yeah. That's, it's such a weird style because it's, it's almost lazy boxing, but it is constant. Yeah, yeah. So it's the most aggressive, lazy striking yeah. I've ever seen. It's don't be scared boxing. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't think he's going to get the uh, the Stockton slap out for this one. Yeah, no. That's why I would love to see uh, Nick in the ring with other Octagon with yeah. Connor because he would not. If he did that shit against Silver, he ain't going to give exactly a fuck about right. Connor. Like, it's, holy shit. I mean, Connor's not going to stand back like Silver yeah, is. Yeah, like exactly. 38 year old Silver. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I mean, that's the thing too. Like, Diaz, both of them, look lazy in the ring. Like, they. Lackadaisical, but, but they're so aggressively lazy. Yes, yes. like they work like, so hard it, it to look. They that are lazy. not lazy people at all. No, no, no. They don't stand still for they, a moment. They don't have off season. No, it, it, it's funny to say, but aggressively, aggressively lazy is exactly right. Yeah, especially his yeah. last fight against Michael Johnson. That was impressive yeah. because uh, Michael Johnson, I think, in my mind, won the first round. And, and was on a tear from like yeah. previous fights. He was on a, on a streak and against legit competition, against big competition, and improved heaps. And then he could not keep up. Yep. It was, I think, a minute into the second round where yep. um, Nate was just, nah, "This is it. This is yep. what's happening now. You're not getting a breath. I'm going to kick you here. I'm going to punch yeah. you there. I'm going to keep coming. I'm going to tell you about it. What? Yeah, exactly. That's what he'd punch him, and he'd point to him. He's like, "Ah, oh, I uh, got you right there. Got you there. <laughs> got you right there." And the stupid thing was, Michael Johnson was there. Like, I've got nothing left. Yeah, yeah. He's like, "Shit, you so did." We know he can go five rounds. But he doesn't have to. He doesn't have to. Yeah. But that, that's an important point, though. Connor would have trained for a five-round fight. Yeah. So he, he might have put a little bit more into his gas tank. Uh, Diaz is training for a triathlon, which is one of the most demanding things a person can fucking do. So his yeah. gas tank's going to be decent, too. Yeah. So I think we're going to see a lot of both of those try and come out and bang. Because three rounds, they'll do that in a heartbeat. Like, that won't worry either of them at all. No. Yeah. Yeah. So we're not going to see a lot of feeling out. not going to see a lot of uh, stalling and trying to recover. It's just going to be... No, we're, we're fine. Even the war that we saw between Lawler and Conduit, um, yeah. how at the end, how they were absolutely spent. 
Yeah. If this goes five rounds, I don't think you'd even see that. Yeah. They'll push no. a, a faster pace, but they'll be still, I'm okay Yeah. by the end of it, no yeah. matter what happens. And that's what scares me, is that whenever I make that prediction or I get that excited for a fight because it's going to be an awesome action, ends up being a dance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, I can't see either they, of They foxtrot around the cage, and you're like, oh, God damn it. Well, the other thing we haven't considered is with uh, McGregor fights, he tells us what happens. Yeah. And like he says, you know, it, whatever I say, it Mystic happens. Mystic Meg. Yeah. And, you know, I predict these things. And shit, he's right. So <laughs> He's doing well so yeah. far. This one, he's predicted that he'll hurt Nate in the first exchange and then toy with him for the rest of it. Yeah. Fuck me, if that happens, I'm giving up. Yeah. Because yeah. there's nothing else to do. Well, no one's taking his bets because of that. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Why would you? Yeah. Well, he, he's almost you're, like, allowed, you're allowed to bet on your own fights. But... He's almost like Steph Curry in the way. He's yeah. like, Fuck dude, Steph I don't Curry. know what's going on, man. Yeah. This, I, I'm giving up. <laughs> it's like, I'm looking at you and I can't make a reason why you should be that good. Yeah. But you just keep backing it up. So... Uh, we're all tipping McGregor. Yep. If McGregor wins, um, who is the most interest, interesting next fight for him? Assuming that um, Rafael is still... Most most interesting? Yeah. Ronda Rousey. Cain Velasquez all day. <laughs> um, I'd like to see uh, GSP. Yeah. I'd I like know you put that up. GSP, GSP that at up. 200. And look, I would fucking love that. That would be brilliant. Obviously, that's what they want to happen. They want Connor to win, and yep. then they'll announce his next fight either yeah. straight away or within a fortnight yeah. for who he's fighting and the main event UFC 200 GSP I think is the most interesting fight and he's been training too we, and yes he has do you remember his sponsor Under Armour yep accidentally put out a tweet announcing GSP coming back did they a little while ago yeah didn't know that got deleted pretty quickly pretty quickly so the signs are there and the thing is if anyone's going to game plan the fuck out of Connor's little shtick, mm. it's going to be GSP and for us as Zahabi, who's one of the best striking coaches on the planet. Yeah, uh, and Connor's always talking about his movement yeah. and how you know, he, he how much stock he puts into that. Yeah. Well, GSP's been doing gymnastics for the last ten years. Yeah, yeah. So he invented he, this one. He just didn't brag to everyone about it because that was his thing. Well, I think <laughs> well, it's G- not G- just him. I mean, Hickson did it and Bruce yeah, Lee. That's did true. It. Yeah, yeah, true, true. But GSP fights to win the fight. He doesn't care if he wins by knockout, sub, or decision. Yeah. So I think that would be uh, the perfect style to counter Connor. Yeah. Like yeah. If, if GSP has to run around for four uh, rounds and three, uh, two and a half minutes, he'll do that. And I think uh, if he has to jab him to death, like yeah. just, yeah. Like just mash, mash button A for the whole fight. <laughs> He's going to do it. And yeah. uh, although uh, GSP's wrestling is out of this world, oh, yeah. Um, yeah. which is what I think could be Connor's weakness. Yeah. Um, outside the Octagon too, I don't think, I don't think Connor can talk GSP. Um, into a frenzy. Yeah. Although if he starts talking about aliens and yeah. shit, who knows? <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> and even then, might might just fuck around with Connor and be like, any of the shit is this dude on? Holy fuck. Yeah, Connor might go, mate, I- yeah. I'm actually concerned. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Need your fucking head checked. So I think it might be a little bit fanboy of me, but that's what I want to see as the next one, which means Frankie's got to wait and Ho- uh, Jose's got to wait, but Jose, fuck it, you're injured. Yeah. Exactly. Um, Frank is injured I, too. I, I yeah. can't see it going to 200. I'd, I'd, I'd want to see JSP get a tune-up fight first. I don't, can you tune-up? I don't think he's got a tune-up fight in him. You know what I mean? I'm trying to think. Like mm. Anderson Silva came back. He didn't get a tune-up fight. Yeah, you know yeah but I mean? Anderson Silva, they're trying to get him back in before he dies. Yeah, but I mean, GSP's, GSP's the same. pushing, that, pushing <laughs> yeah. that bracket. You know what I mean? Like a different, tune-up fight is one fight it, you yeah. don't get for, for a super fight with him. And you get big paydays if you've got GSP versus Connor. Put it this way. GSP doesn't fight on the undercard. Yeah. Does, does GSP have debts? I doubt. No, so no. If he did, he could no. clear them. I'm sure GSP probably been collecting money that people owe him for, yeah. <laughs> for a while. GSP in Winter Soldier says no. <laughs> yeah, he's doing okay. Well, yeah. the fact he was he's in Winter Soldier kind of has me concerned. <laughs> Not at all. 
Not at all. Um, so I, I think that's would be an absolute dream matchup because uh, let's face it, if GSP is coming back, who do you put him up against? He's not going to go for the title. Hicks on. Yeah, no. you can't put him up against you know um, uh, Lawler or Conduit or. Yeah. Um, Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. I'm forgetting, who did he... Johnny Hendricks. Yeah. Um, I think that it's just such a good fight. It's such an interesting fight. It gives lets Connor go up the next yeah. weight division. Yeah, it, it's almost uh, one of those bonus fights, like yeah. you know the the behind the scenes secret footage only given away to DVD buyers kind of thing. Oh, and it sets us up for Silver GSP, which is the fight that everyone wants. Yeah, exactly, ago. exactly. Yeah, that was the Pacquiao versus Mayweather sort of thing. Should have yeah. happened five years back. Yeah, uh, you know. I'd still watch it. I'd still oh, watch yeah. Silver and GSP. And and that's why when you've got Bellator talking about the Legends fight division, yeah. it shouldn't be 50-year-old Legends. It should be, you know, 35 to 40-year-old Legends, <laughs> like Silver the, and GSP. Just call it the TRT division, because that's what it fucking is. Well, that's what they should do. Yeah. Just open it up. Yeah. Indian reservation style. Yeah. yeah. Fighting on cruise ships. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I think that about does us for UFC 196. Yeah. Um, so we'll check back next week and prove why we will right on everything well to be honest we're probably wrong on everything and you won't hear about UFC again until Brisbane I've I've made a multi and I put a thousand bucks on it so we'll be rich (laughs) brilliant cheers see ya bye every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss plus with a US based restoration specialist on your team You won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.